following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Hey, where y'all at? It is a thrill. I love this show. You're telling me a big fat lot. I was hoping for funny crazy. I will get on stage on Broadway and I will reenact the rantings of Charlie Sheen one day. Think you can replace me with some other guy? Go ahead. It won't be the same. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. Do not bring Shakespeare into this. You're so smart. Oh, really? Well, so are you. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. I know exactly who that is. That's the mother that loses every goddamn game. That's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Get rid of him. Wow. Bros, come on. I love you, bros. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me, Savior! Kuznetsov had his head down. Dumba delivered a hit. And T.J. Oshie came flying across the ice. Now Dumba and Oshie will go. So this is the discussion we were just having. The GMs just had it. Latest news on Evgeny Kuznetsov after it, last night's 5-3 loss to the Wild is that he is day-to-day. But as someone once said, aren't we all? Welcome to the Bob Matthews Podcast, everybody. Delighted that you are joining us we got a double dip today because we got to talk both Caps and Commanders. And we have not done this in a long time, but uh, we have got one of our insiders making a back-to-back appearance as A.J. Perez from Front Office Sports will be joining us in the next segment. For all of you that were all at Twitter, literally and figuratively, Saturday night by all of the Commander's rumors that popped up on social media. We'll get the very latest from AJ on the sale, whether we're going to hear something this week or not. First, though, we got to get down to the ice and talk a little puck with you. Yeah, it's the same old song. Capitals lose another one this time, 5-3 to three to the Wild out in Minnesota Sunday night. It is not looking good for the Caps and their slim playoffs hope as of right now. Loss means the Caps stay stuck on 77 points and ain't good enough for a wild card spot right now. I'm sorry, they stay stuck on 73 points. 73 points in 71 games. The Capitals are 33-31 and 7 right now. They're middling around. They've lost two in a row. They are 4-5-1 and one in their last 10. And most importantly, because right now we use the New York Islanders as the measuring stick, the Islanders are in the second or in the first wild card spot, uh, but they have played the same amount of games as Washington has. They have both played 71 games. Islanders have got 80 points. So the Caps are seven points behind the Islanders right now. And they've got 11 games to play. So it's not looking real good. Alex Ovechkin did have two goals last night to move him a little bit closer to Gordie Howe. But, again, it was too little too late. And the goaltending, which was keeping the Caps in it for a large portion of the year, or at the very least keeping hope, however faint it was, alive, has now started to fade out. As we come down the stretch, Darcy Kemper did not play last night, but it didn't matter because Charlie Lindgren was the was the one that got lit up for uh, five goals. As a matter of fact, since March 1st, 
the Caps have the Caps goaltenders have given up two goals to Anaheim, not bad. Three goals to San Jose, not bad. Two goals to the Kings, not bad. And three goals to the Devils, not bad. However, in since uh, March 9th, or March 11th, rather, five goals to the Islanders, five goals to the Rangers, four goals to Buffalo, five goals to the Blues, and five goals now to Minnesota. Caps have the Blue Jackets Tuesday night at Capital One Arena. Then it's the Blackhawks on Thursday night before going to Pittsburgh. And then they've got a home game with the Islanders and a road game with Tampa to close out the year. Schedule is not going to do them any favors there. And then as you look ahead towards March, doesn't really get a whole lot better. They got the Rangers at home on the 2nd. Their only game where you say they should handle business in the month of April is against Montreal. After that, it's Florida, the Islanders, Boston, and New Jersey to close out the year. So it's not looking good. And, you know, that might be the best thing. Uh, Brian McClellan can look at at least a full-on retool, if not a rebuild. Uh, Take you into the locker room from after the game last night. The hit on... uh, Peter Laviolette's uh, press conference lasted all of about a minute, and he sure wasn't happy with what happened to Kuznetsov. A hit on Evgeny. Um, did you get an explanation on that, and did you feel like that was kind of a turning point in the third there? I don't know if it's a turning point. I don't like the hit. You know what I mean? A player is vulnerable like that. And it's, it takes a pop at his head. I don't like the hit. Do you feel like sometimes these these last games, the last meetings of the season between a couple of interconference rivals, can they seem to have a tendency sometimes to, to get a little chippy or a little? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure on that. Peter, did you get? Did you get a? Do you have an update on Evgeny? Is he fine, or did you get to? Ah, uh, no, he did not come back. All right, <laughs> there you have it. That is it from. Peter Laviolette in the post-game news conference. Sounding like a guy who knows that the season has pretty much slipped away, and it also kind of sounds like a guy who's got to start to wonder whether he's coming back next year. And I think that's a legitimate question to ask. You know, did um, is Peter Laviolette a coach that can do a retool? You know, is that his bag? Is that the strength of his coaching style? I mean, we've seen he has deferred to veterans a lot more than he has the young kids, and this is a veteran team that can't get it done anymore and needs a big infusion of youth in the offseason. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, We also talked to Ovi after the game, obviously. Ovi not real happy with things either. The situation right now, you know, we... Don't give up. We try battle, uh, battle back. But you know, uh, again, um, we try to do our best to uh, win the hockey games. So we uh, don't stop playing. We we're battling. There's really not much more that you can say. If John Carlson comes back, does that help down the stretch? Yeah, it probably does. Does it help enough to make up? Seven points in 11 games, probably not. Um, It's, you know, it's been a hell of a run for the Caps. I think, what, seven straight years in the playoffs, and as we have mentioned many times before, an organization that has been to the postseason more than 75% of the time since their first appearance, 
back in 1982. Hopefully what we're seeing is one of those situations where you got to take a couple of steps back to take a few forward, and we kind of get a renaissance next year. But we'll have to see. Darcy Kemper, still day-to-day with a lower body injury, and of course now you've getting Kuznetsov day-to-day after taking that shot to the head. When we come back, A.J. Perez of Front Office Sports joins us. We talk all about a very wild Saturday night, rumor-wise at least, for the Washington Commanders and the sale. Again, don't know exactly how well this will age as you hear it. Hopefully you hear it before there is some actual concrete news on the sale. That's next. You're listening to the Bob Matthews Podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Well, I think we all saw what happened the first four days of March Madness. Holy cow. How about some of those games? And you know what? There's still underdogs ahead in the Sweet 16. There are probably upsets, and the action is going to be unbelievable, and you can get in on it all from DraftKings Sportsbook. You know, I read somewhere there are no perfect brackets left, and when you have both a 15 and a 16 advancing after the first round, uh, well, there you go. The biggest tournament in college basketball is going to the regionals, and new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus best instantly thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet. They had it during round one and two of the tournament. Will they have it for the regionals? Stay tuned to see. Just go to the app, pop in, place a no-sweat bet. If it doesn't hit, you're going to get a bonus of up to $10 back. So, again, you know, you got Princeton, a 15 seed that's there in the regionals. You want to parlay them, maybe do a long-shot parlay with them. Florida Atlantic, you know, nobody's heard of them, but there's a team that won over 30 games this year. Think they might be playing for a spot in the Final Four? Yeah, it could happen. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with the promo code THPN. New customers can bet $5, get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Time to welcome in A.J. Perez from Front Office Sports. And believe me, go and get a subscription. It is well worth the price of it. A.J., how you doing, my friend? Not bad, not bad. How you doing? Not too bad. All right, so let's go back to Sunday night. I'm sitting there uh, at my in-law's house. You don't need to know. Uh, and I'm, I'm flipping back and forth on the computer with the March Madness fast break thing. You're out with your lovely wife. You guys are trying to have a nice night out for her birthday and then Twitter, apparently, Commander's Twitter explodes. Um, take, have we been able to look at this forensically? I mean, what the hell happened? How well, did this well, start? <laughs> and where are Friday. We? It started with me Friday. I got tipped off Friday night. I'm like, yeah, there's something going on. I'm like, what, what's going on? Oh, there's something. I'm like, well, great. <laughs> and, you know, I started, you know, even, so it was pretty late Friday night. So into Saturday, you know, I started, I got up and started texting all my sources. They had nothing, nothing. 
nothing new, nothing new, which has been the same for we're almost three, three weeks since we got any substantive news on this, um, which is what I figured would happen because, you know, when you're, when you got three, at least three groups and they're all under confidentiality, um, you know, they, you know, they can't say anything. They're not supposed to, but a lot of times they do. And that's why the whole process, you know, it, things got out uh, the first three and a half months of this. And now we hit, we're now entering the fifth month and, and uh, it's whatever into the fifth month of, of the sale um, potential sale. And now things are, have gotten quiet, which is normal. Um, but it's also, it's, it's a, it's a testament. We knew, you know, I would be unlikely that anything that Snyder would leak out because he's not, he doesn't, that's not how he operates. It would have to come from somebody else. And until, and until like one of the three groups that we know about drops off, that'll be indication that we are really, really close. I mean, how could you be close when there's still three groups, you know, in it as far as we can tell? Mm-hmm. All right. So now without giving away the store or you know, giving away sources or anything like that. So you said that, that you got a call text, whatever on Friday saying something's going on. So, yeah. so I mean, it, it without oh, again, yeah. there without was giving anything yeah. away, there was, was this. So it I wasn't like Mike way. from Silver Springs that was telling you that. No, no. Well, it was close. The second, <laughs> the, the first one was was from somebody here in uh, in Loudoun County. And uh, that hey, something's going on. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, all right. So I'll start asking around. Then I got a tip off Twitter from someone in Dallas that somebody was celebrating. We bought the we bought the Commanders Friday night. It's like, well, St. Patrick's Day first of all. <laughs> yeah. And so they could just be screwing around and like. You know, if it was Houston, that would be like, hey, maybe it's Tillman Fertitta, but it's not. Yeah. And, and there's, I could not verify that. But there's a lot of noise you hear. And every time someone tweets something, I get four or five DMs immediately. So like it's like, they, I, don't like have mine. My, <laughs> I don't have to have notifications on. So uh, because I just get the point. My people yeah. direct message me. And, uh, and, you know, I go after it. And, you know, it's, you know, the reportedly one from yesterday or was it Saturday night? Saturday night with uh, with a picture of, of Harris. And I'm like, that's conceivable, but you know, I you know checked in and they were like, in uh, two sources said, no, it's, that's not accurate. I'm like, okay, um, sources from two different you know parts of where I of of my reporting, so it's mm-hmm. not it wasn't the same. So yeah, I think they're yeah, they're, I, that's people are seem to seem to be thinking the owners' meetings, which I'll be leaving for on Saturday. Um, they start Sunday and they really start going to get get going a week from Monday, a week from today. Um, you know, there's you know there's something is close but we're not there yet and i think we're a few still a few more days out and until that time we're going to have a lot of you know a lot of uh, things on twitter um that i'll have to probably chase again so but uh so far as we know you know it's the process is still going on there it's it is close but it's not you know we're not within hours i was told so uh, since I was one of the people that DM'd you, I apologize for uh, clogging. Oh no, up. it's every. It's actually helpful. It's actually helpful. Oh uh, yeah. So and then I get the tweets about why are you covering about the, the investigation. I'm like, well, there's nothing going on with the freaking sale right now that I mm. get. You know, and so I wrote about that story Friday. So right. That was my. That leads me into my next question. Uh, because you know, Friday that was to me that was the big story that you dropped there. The fact that, and I apologize for not being able to read the whole thing, but I have both yeah. a wedding and tuition to pay for right now. So, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I guess the reporting that you've got is that there's a lot more than just that fifty-five million dollar loan that's out there that that Dan Steiner might be getting in trouble for, right? Yeah, that that's what the federal investigation for sure. You know, there was the you know the the testimony that happened which i've had the transcript for many months um and it's, i've been trying to chase that down for many months uh you know what 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 dan snyder said i'm not going to say it was 
it was uh, it was perjury. I think I can't say that, but I think the uh, there there are certain things the Fed the the Feds have been tipped off on, and you know they could be looking into. And well, that's uh, that that testimony in court that was over the lawsuit brought by the three former co-owners. Um, but also uh, and also the uh, the impersonation that's happened to a couple different uh, targets um, where uh, a a lawyer and lawyers and investigators were calling around people who you know that were I would say. You know, I wouldn't say adversaries, but people who, you know, Snyder, you know, had had, uh, you know, were was was worried about what they were saying and to try to get and try to get information out of them by by these. And there's no indication of Snyder that 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 Snyder ordered this or that he had knowledge of it before it happened or maybe after maybe after read my story, he would know. But um, but there's uh, so that so there so there. Yeah. There, and that was scooped up by the congressional investigation, too. So that, you know, it wasn't released. And, um, you know, that's there's there could be other things there in the feds. You know they don't subpoena Congress. They would they would just have to get the information on their own. Um, you know it's not that hard to get. You know if 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 Congress has it, you know the you know the U.S. Attorney's Office, the FBI, IRS can get that at at that too. The other part of it's the Mary Jo White investigation, which you know I, you know it was more extensive than I you know I figured. You know she's been going on this long. She must be doing something. But she's been you know a lot. She's been doing a lot of work on the on, on the on the financial side of her investigation, which has been going on for about eleven eleven months now. Oh, a little. Yeah, she kind of they they think it was by the timetable right. They launched that at the end of middle middle mid to end of April. Mary Jo White started going into it last year, so she's uh yeah she's pretty far into it. And she's been you know she's the the inf the information she's found, which I reported some of it was you know has gone beyond what Jason Friedman and others had testified to to Congress, and um, it's it's going to be interesting to see. Where where that goes, and also the timetable. We still don't know when that report is going to come out. We don't know what it's what it's going to say. Goodell's promised a written written report, which we did not get last time um, with with the uh, Beth Wilkinson investigation. So it's uh, it's actually you could you could say it's just it's almost you know the it's almost as expansive as Beth Wilkinson because Beth, Beth Wilkinson was on the toxic workplace, um, and you know I there is you know there is one claim against of, of harassment um, that that Snyder's facing with Mary Jo White's investigation, but her investigation. You know what she's been doing a lot of work on work on in recent months was you know the, on on the financial side of things. Specifically, what kind of financial stuff has has she been looking at that surprised you that you didn't know? About? Uh, just the way the money has been moved around with the team, and there's nothing elite. You know that his salary, which is over well over ten million dollars over the last twelve months, uh, sources told me, and uh, ESP had had it was ten million dollars before the pandemic, so I'll credit them. Um, that was the first that came out. No other owner that I could find so far. Uh, pays himself a salary in the NFL or her a salary in the NFL. Um, so there's uh, it's very strange that an owner does that, but that's not against league rules. That's fine. Um, now, if he used any other compensation that was linked to the $450 million debt waiver, um, you know, that could be problematic for Snyder. You know, there's obviously he's on his way out, looks like. So probably, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see. And you now they they did refute the Washington Post story. They refuted a lot of stories, including my own, over, over the recent recent weeks about, um, you know, it's Dan Snyder pressing them not to release the Mary Jo White report um, or, you know, the, the team has denied that. I have no reason to doubt the Washington Post reporting it at all. So I think, uh, you know, they've been <laughs> they've been very, very accurate. So for everything, um, including this launching the investigation by those two stories in the summer of 2020. So uh, kind of kind of led to all this. Um, so that's uh, so that's going to be interesting to see where, you know, what 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 she's going to release and when, because, you know, there's still not going to be anything on the agenda for Dan Snyder at the owners meeting really until one, if, you know, if there's some resolution uh, with the sale, possibly they'll be a little more free to talk. But 
Um, you know, they've been talking amongst themselves for many, many, many months predating the sale. So, but it, but it, until Mary Jo White's report comes, at least we know when, uh, when it's going to be released. Um, that's going to be pretty major. There's no indications this week that, you know, it's going to be coming out, but you know, it could, it, it could drop at any time. You know, I think if we looked at what happened with the Panthers, they dropped their report on Richardson after he picked Dave Tepper. Um, so, and, 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 and before Tepper, you know, was, uh, was approved by owners. I could see it going that way, you know, but who knows? It's uh, you know, Goodell always says that Mary Jo White's on her own timetable and she's, when she's done, she's done. And then she'll come to the NFL with what she, what she found. I think it's interesting. Um, just the fact that you've found out that she is still investigating. I mean, it's not a case where she's delivered the report and the NFL is sitting on it or, or, or not releasing it. I mean, she's still looking at stuff, right? Yeah, as far as we can tell, yeah, there's been nothing submitted to the NFL. I think she's uh, probably going back and double checking things at this point. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's like I said, it's, it's a two part investigation: one against uh, Tiffany Johnston's claim at, in in front of Congress last last year, uh, early February last year, uh, right before the Super Bowl last year. Um, you know that that's what started the that's what started the Mary Jo White investigation. Then then the financial stuff came on about a couple months in, and she's been going on to, on that for nearly a year now. So. You know, that's uh, there's a lot of things to chase down. And there's, uh, you know, there's also what, you know, they're having covered, have, ha having covered investigations and not very many involving owners. <laughs> I've, done, I've done a couple, but it's mostly involving players. And that's uh, a little different, but under the person, personal conduct policy and players like Ezekiel Elliott to uh, even you know, Tom Brady to uh, who is the others, you know, Deshaun Watson. You know, they they do let, you know, Brady is different. But, uh, you know, when there's right. a, when, when when there is a criminal investigation involved and going back to Ray Rice, they go they um, they let the, the the investigators, the police, whoever it is, and the prosecutors um, kind of let that process play out. We're, we have no idea the timetable for the federal investigation. But the will that but the question is, you know, what will, will that have a bearing of what Mary Jo White reports and when? We're talking with AJ Perez of Front Office Sports. How crazy do you think uh, this owners meeting is going to be starting on on Sunday? I'd be well, looking. I don't. Forward to I going don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's been hard. I have a big story coming out this Sunday to to to, to preview it. That'll be free, no paywall. Nice, uh, <laughs> excellent. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you if you want to see the Friday story, if it's thirty days free. Just make sure you cancel within thirty days if you don't want to pay the three hundred dollars. Um, yeah, it's worth it's it is worth the read. But um, but there's uh, yeah, it's gonna be. It was kind of. I don't know why the owners' meetings have always been like a the kind of like a soft deadline because it doesn't really have to happen. There's Sider's controlling this whole thing. He can pick when and where he wants to announce it and who's going to be the next potential next owner. You know, it would be great if he announced it before that, so we could talk to the owners about you know this candidate, whoever it's going to be, or Bezos, Fertitta, Harris. You know, you know there might be it might be others. Um, you know, after Jordan, I wrote the story Thursday night. I think it was Jordan, uh, Jordan selling his uh, his his controlling stake in, or potentially selling his his controlling stake in the Charlotte Hornets. You know, what does that mean for it? Uh, you know, anything? Who knows? I mean, right. we're gonna have. We're going to have people, uh, we're, as soon as we know the principal owner, who it's going to be, we're going to see ownership groups that are going to look, you know, kind of like how it happened with the, with, uh, you know, Lewis Hamilton and others with the Broncos added on. Uh, but I think we're going to see, but I think the, you know, the, you know, there's a big push for minority ownership and that it's not going to like, almost certainly not going to happen with the controlling owner this time, but we're going to see some bigger names, probably with, with a lot more money involved um than uh than than we saw with the broncos or any other um ownership groups i think this would be a you know it's going to be bezos doesn't need in, any partners you know the other two are going to need plenty obviously we know uh, mitchell rails has, has added on to josh harris you got two 
you know, Maryland, Maryland guys uh, kind of going for it. Um, and there could be others. I'm sure be, there, there will be others added to that group as well. Um, Bezos can finance it all himself, but there's not, but just for, you know, you know, there's going to be other people that, you know, people more other familiar names. I'm not saying I have no, I haven't heard Jay-Z's name happen mentioned since November, December. So I have no idea what's going on there, but there's going to be other names added. Uh, you know, no matter, no, no matter who it is now, you just need to figure out who's the controlling owner and go from there. And then you can start to build that out as, uh, as the process goes on. He is AJ Perez of frontofficesports.com. Go and subscribe. Get the frontofficesports.com, the pro subscription. I promise you it is definitely worth that $300 a year. AJ, my friend, thank you so much. I appreciate you joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me on. And that's going to do it for us, kiddies. Uh, Remember, if anything comes up here in the next few days, emergency pod on the commander's sale process. Have you a great week. We'll talk to you later. Remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, do wear white. Washed his hands and sealed his face.